Hassan, and welcome to Common Writer Journey Through the Decacast, a a uh, Common Writer podcast through the lens of decade. Yep. I'm Chris, uh, Common Writer Worm. Whenever I feel like bringing it up, uh, and I'm Evan. I'm just yeah, I'm here. Uh, so we apologize about the delay last week and slight delay this week. Fletch does end up releasing this on Sunday. Uh, Garrett has been going to the hospital. Nothing serious, but we've been having some recording troubles. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Our schedules have been uh, off. But I'm not going to be in town next week until Thursday, so yeah, we'll so have to record gonna... later next week, too. Yeah, we'll do some We'll do some stuff. Right, right. Did, didn't, I, uh, I thought we did have an episode for last week. Didn't Fletch we did. split it up that one into two? Yes. Okay, so. Right, so, yeah. so this time we watched episodes Zio 33 and 34. This is the uh, Hibiki Tribute episode duology. It's making me very excited to watch Hibiki at some point yeah, in the future. Yeah, it did certainly, it, it was um, it was kind of like the Kamen Rider Blade ones and the, the uh, I forget what the last one we just watched was. Agito? Hibito? Agito. Ag- yeah, like uh, they're they're doing a better job now at making these trips back to the writer, the previous writer shows seem organic and present those characters in like a fun and interesting way than they were when the show was initially getting started. Yeah, it's they're not spending so much time worrying about like where the powers are coming from or anything. Just kind of like, hey, here's for narrative convenience. Let's just have this happen this way. It'll work just fine. Right. Uh, this is another one of those times where I, I wish we had someone who had seen Kamen Rider Hibiki, but we will just yeah. have to, uh, you know. We'll do our best. Go with, uh, assuming that we, we can catch the major beats, and I did do a brief Wikipedia run over this one. Yeah. Uh, the guy who is playing um, uh, the, the two actors from Hibiki, who, the two characters from Hibiki, are played by their original actors. Yes. So they, they got them back. So that's pretty cool. It is. It is. Uh, I think the guy who plays, uh, oh, what's his name? The, the guy who pretends to be Hibiki in this one? Yeah. He, he plays like a, another, he plays the villain in another series or something? I... I think I remember seeing something that the guy who plays Hibiki is also Deno. Okay, yeah, and uh, since they're played by the same actor, uh, there's going to be a bit where Sogo's like, wait a minute, haven't we met before? Yeah. He's gonna... like, no. Duh. So we first start off with episode 33. What's the name for episode 33? I don't, uh, I don't remember. I, oh, well, I didn't start with episode 33. <laughs> I'll see it when it comes up in the screen, and I'll notice it. But we start off with episode 33 with Tekken 7. And uh, someone's playing Tekken and losing against the AI. <laughs> and apparently that's enough for Uru to come up and go, Hey, so you want to be cool guy? Uh, it's a, He might be losing against whoever's on the other side of the cabinet, you know. That's also true. I'm not 100% sure if it's against computer or against the other cabinet. They have network machines in Japan. They do. So. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I love when they bring those things to conventions. Yeah. But uh, in Udo's taunting of this young man, we basically learn that he used to be the apprentice of Hibiki. And, hey, we're going to use you to lure out Hibiki so, I, so right. we can get the Hibiki watch. It's not immediately obvious um, unless you know the... I'm guessing, unless you know Commander Hibiki, but he's actually the person who was the apprentice after the show ended to the guy who was Common Rider Hibiki's apprentice. Yeah, it's it's the, it's the second generation apprentice who wasn't actually ever technically an official apprentice. We learn out, right? Because yeah, the the guy. Who we the the guy who he thinks is Kamen Rider Hibiki was never actually Kamen Rider Hibiki. No, He's kind of pseudo Hibiki. Duh, we'll get there. First, we got to go back to watch shop because it's a very important day. 
Oh, the uh, the episode is uh, 2005 Rejoice Echo Roar. Oh, right. It's Re- Rejoice because it is Soko's birthday, and Waz is going nuts trying to figure out how he's going to do a birthday party. Waz has the weirdest fucking subplot in these two episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's an actual serious plot-relevant thing going on, and then Waz is like, no, but... But birthdays and but I'm a hype man and I don't actually know how to do celebrations. What? Right. He's like, it, it, I don't know. I usually like the Waz stuff, but in this this episode and the next one, he's like, D- do people not actually like my hype man thing? And I was like, buddy, this is you're way too late in the game to be worried about that now. <laughs> yeah, it's just I mean, he he does. It does seem like he just accepts it and goes, yeah, no, I'm hype man. It's great at the end of this, but it there is a very big tonal shift between Waz's subplot and everything else. It's weird. It, yeah. I do like this subplot for Waz, though. It's very fun. It's not bad. I just, I'm usually really on board with the Waz stuff, and this one I was kind of like, was this really necessary? Yeah, no, I'm, I don't think it's necessary, but I'm enjoying it so much that it's like, I don't care. Right. Uh... The extremely ham-handed exposition at the beginning of this uh, episode is when Uncle brings in uh, Sogo's yearbook from when he graduated from elementary school, I think? Yeah, because they're all sitting around thinking like, man, okay, so we need to find more watches. How are we going to find another ride watch? Right. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't... (laughs) I don't know. Are they gonna? They might reveal that his uncle is a time traveler or something, because otherwise it is a bizarre, bizarre coincidence that he shows up at this point to be like, "Hey, here's a clue to lead you yeah. to Common Rider Hibiki." Here, here's here's your third grade yearbook where your classmate Suzumi Atsumu was like, "Man, I want to be an oni. I want to be an oni just like my mentor Hibiki." Wow, isn't that great? So, hey, we learn, okay, I guess we're getting heebie these episodes. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they do the thing where time freezes and the spotlight goes on Waz as he does his little intro thingy. Yeah. No, but, no, he, Waz has made sure to ask everybody to not say anything about Sogo's birthday, because, like, owner had come in when he entered the scene, was gonna wish Sogo happy birthday until Waz was like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you get it, right? Owner's yeah. like he wants what? it to be to do I like a surprise it. birthday thing. Obviously. Yeah, it's the best celebration ever because it's his overlord's birthday, and that's super important. So we go through yeah, our intro. Was giving uh, the intro. So apparently, Sogo heard something about the like he had some of the lore of Hibiki explained to him by this kid, and in the Hibiki lore, an oni is a job you have where. You protect people from evil monsters with uh, musical stuff, uh, yeah. and it's it's like a like a master apprentice type situation where it's like a role that's passed down between you know. Yeah, people. it's there's only ever so many oni, and to become an oni, you have to train under an oni. Right, and then you go I, through a test and you can fail, and only oni can train oni. Whole thing. Right, uh, and there we only see two in this episode, in, in these episodes, and that's Hibiki and oh, do you remember who the electric guitar guy's oni name is? I do not. Yeah, I, I don't actually remember uh, either. Oh, I don't remember it. It's fine. It'll come up when I get there in the episode. Yeah, he is pretty cool though. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a guitar. I, I think he's like... actually cooler than he than Hibiki, but oh, he definitely is. It's. Just that's just because uh, electric guitar speaks to my white boy soul more than than uh, drums do. Okay, so wait a minute. The guy who is pretending to be Hibiki—that's just that was the apprentice in the original Hibiki show. In the original, okay, from what I've gathered, in the original Hibiki show, there are two. There's a main character, and then this guy is like the rival character, and they're both apprenticing. I think actually the guy who is the guy who is the they think is Hibiki initially in this episode appeared in like the second half of the show of Kamen Rider Hibiki 
and he was like the main character's rival for assuming the title of Common Rider Hibiki. Okay. And so they like train together and stuff. Okay, that shoots an entire th- like I had built I. I was based. Go- I had an entire theory based off the assumption that this guy actually was Common Rider Hibiki, and it was this weird subplot where. Uru had gone back in time to get the power of Hibiki, so Common Rider Hibiki had never actually, the show had never actually happened, so he never actually, you know, went through the trials to become Common Rider Hibiki, and something else right. weird happened. So I guess all that's blown all out of the way. Never mind. <laughs> okay, well, fr- from what I've gathered from this episode, and the next one, and the stuff I've read, okay, I, I was trying not to, like, totally read everything about Hibiki, because we are still going to watch that one, and yeah. I didn't want to, like, totally spoil myself on it, but I'm guessing that their mentor, the, like, real Kamen Rider Hibiki, died or something in the climax of that show, I'm guessing, maybe? Maybe. Uh, but he's clearly not around anymore, and the main character of that show didn't assume the title permanently either that or maybe he also died i don't know maybe maybe they killed most of the cast at the end of common rider hibiki maybe i'm excited to watch it but uh either way so like this guy is the one who's like whatever happened at the end of that show this guy is the one person who's keeping the tradition of the hibiki oni alive yeah okay so we come back from the intro and Waz and Gates, Gates and Sogo, are walking along a bridge just having a chat about Sogo's classmate when he was young. Right. They're like, how are we going to find uh, the next watch? Let's go investigate this Hibiki thing. And then another Hibiki just randomly attacks them. <laughs> and so. he just jumps out from the back. And... uh they just kind of grab onto his arms and pull him off to another set. <laughs> it's like, we're not going to fight here. We're going to fight over here. Let's go. And then we cut back to Waz, who is practicing his celebration. <laughs> right. For... Yes. He's, he's rehearsing a birthday celebration and very unsatisfied with how it's turning out so far. It does. He's That looks like a delicious fruit tart, though. It, it does like, look nice. It looks really tasty. And we learned that Sogo is turning 19. Right, right. Uh, so we cut back to the fight, and Sogo notedly doesn't transform to ZO2. Right. Yeah, I did kind of like this. Uh, he, he pulls out his, his ZO1 watch, and Gates is like, hey, dumbass, we don't have the... We don't have the Hibiki watch. You're going to need to use ZO2 to beat him. And Sogo's like, no, I, I know that. We've done this enough times to where I know that. But, but he attacked us to... randomly. So yeah. I'm trying to get some information about this situation. Yeah. I like this fight because uh, another Hibiki is using Kali sticks that with every strike cause flame to come out. Yeah, they're pretty it's, cool. It's very well choreographed. Yeah, yeah, they're, I mean, they're both Kali Sticks, the the weapon, and also Tonfa Drum. Not, wait, is it Tonfa? Not Tonfa Drum. Um, uh, Taiko. Taiko Drum. Taiko Drum uh, Sticks. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, we haven't had, like, a longer fight sequence like this in a while, I feel yeah. like, where the, the characters just use their regular powers instead of going right to the super stuff. Yeah, and just go fighting. And so... Zio decides, hey, let's fight Ancient with Ancient, and he brings out the Kuga watch. And I thought that was a nice double hit of like, oh yeah, Kuga's technically an ancient warrior. Also, it's an ancient common writer show. Right, right. It's the oldest one he has a power for. I really like the Kuga armor, because it just looks like... It just looks really basic and nice, and just like some pauldrons. Yeah, it's a really clean design. It looks very good. It's very Kuga reminiscent. Right. Gates uses wizard because it's his coolest form. Uh, so yeah, a guy who uh, I don't know because I didn't watch Hibiki, but apparently he was a character on that show, shows up and says uh, an Oni should be dealt with by an Oni. And he turns into this super 
cool like he does this lightning transformation sequence where he gets struck by lightning and there's like kanji for lightning he's, he's, got, he's got a sword a that's a guitar <laughs> it's a sword that's a guitar it's so cool and ridiculous right. but, uh there, you skipped over a quick bit of udu standing above the fight and watching it and going man this is pointless if common writer hibiki doesn't show up oh right right i forgot about that and then this guy shows up and implying that oh hey look it's common writer hibiki Sukiyomi yeah. had also was showing up for some reason. Uh, the, the characters are around, but they they don't do anything yeah. really. <laughs> so we get this guy with the sword guitar who smacks it into the ground and has lightning strike him, and he turns into I don't know. Oh, you look that up. He just kind of comes in and easily deals with another Hibiki, and everyone both. Uh, Sogo and Udu are eyeing the fight speculatively, like, wait, what? This isn't... Is he Hibiki? <laughs> I don't think he's Hibiki. Okay, the, uh, his name is Zanki. Zanki, uh, okay. Yeah. Zaumaru Zaitsuhara? Yeah. Zaumaru, yeah. Zaumaru Zaitsuhara. <laughs> That's hard for me to say. Uh, Transformation String Brace Onka, uh, Kamen Rider Zonki. So, yeah, he basically goes through this fight and does this cool backstab that stabs the sword part of his guitar into the enemy, and then he starts doing a solo. <laughs> and it's like charging and charging enemy, charging energy into another Hibiki to blow up. Right, right. It's super cool. It looks like it's going to work for a minute, but then, uh... Somebody, I actually don't know who, shoots a fireball. Uh, I feel like the, the implication is is that it's uh the Apprentice Hibiki guy. Oh, right. It would be... Okay, yeah, because throwing fire from the Kali Sticks is one of the abilities... Yeah, Kyuria Kyosuke is his name. Yeah. Okay. Kyosuke. Yep, that oh. would have been him. And the and that name I was reading a minute ago, Zaitsuhara Zaumaru, that was actually this guy's mentor character. His name is Todoroki. Todoroki. His mentor okay. is also dead, I'm guessing. Yeah, Todoroki. Uh, yeah. Okay, so they get blown up, and which causes another Hibiki to run off, so Todoroki goes after him. Um... And then Tsukiyomi shows up and is like, wait, why? what happened? What was going on? Because she, that's what she, all she does. <laughs> um, and then the false Hibiki shows up. Yeah, uh, Kyosuke. Yeah, I remember yes. his name. Uh, yeah. Kyosuke shows up, he's like, that's not Hibiki. I'm Hibiki. I'll show you how to be a Hibiki. And uh, I am not entirely sure what what his motivation is here. I guess he is just trying to work up the nerve to explain his backstory to them. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> later in the episode, he learns that that's his apprentice, I thought. But this, like, implies that he knew yeah. it was Oh, yeah, apprentice. that's true. Yeah, because it, it definitely the way he's acting makes it seem like he already knew. And he's trying to, like, help them understand the situation, but... Why else would he have fired the fireball and interrupted the fight unless he knew? Uh, maybe he just, uh... Want, like, wants to believe he can handle it himself? Or, I don't know if he and Zenki have, like, bad... Zanki have bad blood between them or something? I know that Zanki doesn't like him. Yeah. Hiroki complains about him a lot later. Yeah, yeah, but... Kyosuke doesn't really say if he has any feelings about him or not. No. Uh, so the crew takes... Kyosuke. Kyosuke. God, I don't know why his name is Teflon on my brain. Um, the crew takes Kyosuke back to the watch shop and are explain. And Sogo's like, hey, so do you have one of these watches? And he's... Kyosuke's just like, nah. But if I if I find one, I'll let you have it. If you train under me. Yeah, if you prove you're good enough to get the Hibiki power. 
because we get to explain we get more plot dump about Kibiki where title of the only is only given to those who train for it. It's a master apprentice thing. Right. Yeah, and he's uh you guys have to learn to taiko drum and he he does a dramatic uh pose sequence where he says purify the land, cleanse the evil energy and celebrate nature. Yeah, it's very good. And, and at this point, Waz is like, did someone say celebrate? <laughs> Does I hear some celebrations? He runs out. I was like, no, I'm joining too. Come on. It's me. I'm going to go. I'm going to celebrate. <gasps> Waz, you're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, because initially Sogo and Gates are looking at each other like, that sounds kind of stupid. Should we go do that? <laughs> but uh, no. Waz insists. They have to do this. They have Waz- to learn to celebrate. Waz runs out, given the crazy eyes, and demands to be taught. And Kyosuke appropriately goes, But who, wait, who are you? And Waz's response is, I'm an Oni of celebration. (laughs) And everyone appropriately just kind of goes, Uh, what? (laughs) Sogo and Gate start busting out laughing. Yeah, uh... Yeah, and Tsukiyomi's like, I guess I'll go follow up on that Todoroki person <gasps> while you guys go the play the drums. Work. Yeah, so we get to go to a shrine where Sogo, Waz, and Gates start playing taiko drum. They're just going at it. Until Waz goes nuts <laughs> and is super into it. And shoves Sogo out of the way because it's set up with Sogo in the center spot and Gates and Waz on either side of him, right up to the fact of Waz going nuts and shoving Sogo out of the way. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> Even Sogo's like Waz, you, you're kind of freaking me out. Are you okay, <laughs> dude? Fine. So while they're all doing that, there's a scene where Kyosuke like uh, goes into his wallet. And he's, like, looking at pictures. There's one of him with, I'm guessing, his mentor in his transformed form. There's one with actual Hibiki. Yeah, and then there's one of him with this, uh, a character called Sutomu, who, from what I gather, is the actual protagonist of Kamen Rider Hibiki, who apparently left, uh, a while ago. Like, it's not clear where he ended up. At least they don't make it a plot point in this episode. Yeah. All we know is that he was Sogo's classmate at one point, and now he is currently another Hibiki. Wait, what? That was him at the beginning of the episode. Oh, oh, was that Sutomu? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I guess I, I got it mixed up then. Okay. Yeah, no, that was Sutomu at the beginning. Okay, so the, the other Apprentice character, I guess, doesn't come up at all then. I guess When he was pulling out the pictures, I was like, oh, it would make sense for him to have a picture of his fellow Apprentice. But, nope, I guess not. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- this is the yeah the kid who like really looked up to him. Is yes. Get my uh, characters let me cut to Tsukiyomi, who has found Todoroki, who is sitting next to a river playing guitar. Just... Being a cool guy living in a van by the river. <laughs> like, th- that's the impression I got, is this is his house. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. His name is Matt Foley, and he lives in a van down by the river. And basically, Tsukiyomi comes up and <laughs> gives him the situation. Explains what's going on to him. He's like, here's the plot for the story. And we get more Hibiki plot dump about how if an apprentice goes bad, it's the mentor's responsibility to clean that up. Right, but uh, the mentor, Hibiki, is not actually around anymore, so he was taking that responsibility on himself to handle it. And we also then learn that uh, Todoroki is like, well, wait, did Kyosuke tell you it was Hibiki? Did, did he say he was Hibiki? Um... Because he's, he's not. He's not. <laughs> he's not Hibiki. Right. And Tsukiyomi is appropriately like, what? So, uh, yeah. The, the guys are back at the shrine. They're working out because they can't ta- taiko drum enough. Because Waz is still going at the drums. Sogo is doing bicep curls. And 
Gates is doing the barbell chest. I, f- I forget the um, specific. It's bench pressing, isn't it? Yeah, he t- yeah. Fuck, how did I forget bench press? Yeah, he's doing bench press. Kilske comes over. He's like, "So, what? What do you actually want with these watches?" And Sogo tells him, "Well, I need these watches so I can become a king." Kilske's Kilske's response is, "You should give up on your dreams." <laughs> Because <laughs> it right. hurts less. That way, it hurts less when they don't come true. And it's like, uh, Kyosuke. That's. Do you know what show you're in, Kyosuke? <gasps> it's gonna be showing you wrong. The only time anyone says "Don't pursue your dreams" is so that they can have be like dramatically overturned in a humblingly ironic fashion. Yeah. So you only say "Don't follow your dreams" is because you yourself didn't reach it. <laughs> Yeah, so Tsukiyomi uh, comes back in and is like, uh, hey guys, the other writer came back and Todoroki's fighting it, why don't we go uh, do that instead of this? Yeah. Sogo and Gates go after it and Tsukiyomi's probably like, well, what about Waz? And they're like, nah, just... We don't want to bother him. Just, just... Act- oh no, they... Right, they run off and they say, hey, can actually, can you get Waz? We gotta go deal with this. Right, because, I mean, it would be helpful if they could use Common Rider Trinity if they need to. They do kind of yeah. need him around to do that, presumably. Uh, we go back to the fight between... Oh god, what's his name? Well, Todoroki, Zanki. I can't... Zanki. Z-A-N-K-I, Zanki. Zanki. Common Rider Zanki, and another Hibiki. And... I'm... It's kind of ridiculous to me how many of these fights would have been over if not for the time jackers. Yeah. Like they're they're these another riders routinely lose only to get Deus Ex Machina by the time jacker coming in and going, "No. Come on, we'll try again later. It definitely lends credence to the theory that Swartz has some other motivation that he's not revealing that doesn't involve creating strong another writers oh, because oh, the another writers are not actually ever that strong. No, not really. Did you watch the uh previews for episode 36 or I 35 did, I, at the end of 34? Um, uh, no. There's a new villain common writer coming. I think it's Schwartz. Oh shit. You you should watch those when we're done here. Okay. I'll do that. Um So Zonky does bust out a pretty cool move in this fight where he uh he strums his guitar to charge it up and then does like a spin and launches it at the uh at another Hibiki. Yeah, that's the one that uh Udu freezes time and turns it back around at him to go, No, don't actually win. Right, right, because apparently he has vector manipulation in addition to time manipulation. Cause... Yeah, it it calls into question how time <laughs> freeze works in this, but that is specifically one of the questions they told us not to question. <laughs> right, he he just, he spins the, the flight direction of the guitar around, and I'm like, but momentum! Uh, yeah. But the, don't worry about that. <laughs> so, Sogo and Gates show up. And transform into X-Aid, Zeo, and Gates Revive. And Udo is like, wait, but why isn't Hibiki here, though? What? What? It's pointless if Hibiki isn't here. And then runs away. And it's weird because he, like, uh, he jumps into a river? And, like, does yeah. it, is a weird, like, mystical disappearance into the river? And I don't know what that was all about. It's also neat to see Todoroki's face when Gates and Sogo transform, and he's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> Who? Other people can do this? I-, I am a little bit like, okay, so in this universe, they know, like, Agito happened, right? So there's presumably, like, writer cop mech suits yeah, out a- there that people a- Agito know about. happened, and apparently Hibiki also happened. <laughs> And God, what else? Maybe he just doesn't have a TV, so he doesn't know about any of that stuff. Maybe. <gasps> I'm not sure. 
I need to go back and like list all the ones that apparently are happening in the same universe. This is interesting. Uh, so it cuts back to Tsukiyomi trying to get Waz's attention. She keeps yelling at him and she can't, so eventually she just picks up a rock and chucks it at him. Oh, yeah. I like the throwing the rock bit, because it plays Waz's little bing-bong noise. <gasps> yeah. It plays it, like, slowly as it the rock flies and hits him. There's a cute little uh, design touch in the audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tsukiyomi's like, aren't you gonna go help? And Waz's appropriate response is, isn't Gates there with him? You'll probably be fine. I gotta do something more important, like learn how to celebrate. And, and uh, yeah, this is when Tsukiyomi drops the most devastating revelation of Waz's life. It's like, that- Waz. Waz, not everybody likes your shit. <laughs> you're so dumb. <laughs> you're, you're, you, her direct line is, you're so foolish. None of this would actually make Sogo happy. Or you, it's you. You have no idea how to actually celebrate with someone. You're just making yourself happy. I'm done here. And Tsukiyomi just walks off. Right. And Waz has like an existential and physical collapse. He was like, "What? I don't know how to celebrate. What? What are you? What are you talking about? I, I'm the hype man. I, I I'm make the, the personification hype. of celebration. Am I not he whom rejoice and celebrates?" <laughs> oh, poor was. Okay, so enough of that. Back to more writer fights. Yep. Uh, XA jumps around real weird in the background of this scene, like pointlessly. Uh, I don't know what's up with that. That's from the little I've seen of XA. That's a very XA thing. Oh, okay. Where it's a lot of jumping around, like jumping off of blocks because video games. Okay. It just seems like some unnecessary CG when they could like have more suit acting in that sequence. Yeah, no, that. That 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 type of jumping around CG was very much in X Aid. Yeah, okay, well you know, hey, yeah. So we get Zo two and Gates to uh, revive Typhoon to yeah. try and defeat because they're like they're fi- they're finally like, you know what? Let's just let's just deal with this. <laughs> yeah, they're like this isn't getting us anywhere. Let's just beat him. And they're gonna beat him. They're doing super cool combo attacks right up to the last second. They're going to do a cool kick, and it blows them away! And then it's Somu, and Sogo's like, oh my god, it's Somu. I have to help him. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's like, uh, this is the guy who was my friend. Uh, the guy who wanted to be an Oni. I mean, we probably already guessed that. Well, no, wait, yeah. we just knew that, because they showed us initially. But, uh... Yeah. yeah. So uh, they... Sogo tries to help him up, and is like picking him up, and then Uda t- freezes time, shows up, is like, no, god, just, let me just make you another Hibiki again. God dang it. Yeah, he does the watch clicky thing, and yeah, another Hibiki is back for round two. And then, uh, Kyosuke shows up. Because, uh, they start, well... Sogo doesn't trans. Sogo had detransformed. While Gates is still in his Gates Revive Typhoon. Right, right. So Gates had started fighting him again until Kyosuke shows up, demands everyone stops, and transforms into a white Hibiki version. Yeah, white suit. Apparently, from the wiki, they call this like powered Kyosuke or like Common Rider Kyosuke form because it's not technically Common yeah. Rider Hibiki. Yeah, this is just his powered-up form. Yeah. It's like a semi-demon semi-demon form. Yeah. But he runs into the fight, and Sogo's like, wait, that's that's not the right Hibiki. He told me he was Hibiki. Todoroki comes up from behind. He's like, yeah, no, actually, he's not actually Hibiki. He's just some dude. <laughs> and even Uru didn't know this. It's like, but don't they have to make the watches by stealing the power? Right. So, um... I... My th- that my thought is Schwartz is just the one that did it and just gave it to her. Uh, it's possible. I mean, 
I guess at this point in the in the universe of Zeo, nobody has the common writer Hibiki power, from what I gather. So maybe they can just make another writer watch of it. Right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Something to not question and just accept. <laughs> I mean, they don't always steal them before they make the another writer. But... No, not always. But they did. They set that up. I can remember them setting that back up in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it was only a rule for the first few. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kyosuke starts fighting Gates Typhoon instead, and another another Hibiki gets away. Yeah, uh, his Oni powers are clearly not like nothing. Like they're they're fairly powerful. But it's he's defending another Hibiki from Gates, and then another Hibiki just comes up and sucker hits him right, right in the chest. Yeah, yeah, he just flaming flaming Kali stick bashes him. Yeah. And that's the end of episode 33. You get to see, oh, next time on Kamen Rider Zeo, we get to learn an entire thing about mentorship and sensei and the right. Heisei Oni and the Reiwa Oni is what it said. Right, right. Because this, uh, this is the first episode of Zeo that aired during the new era. Oh, okay. The first non-Heisei episode of Kamen well, All right. Um, yeah. After say episode five, yeah. Duh. So we open up on thirty four with the well, the conclusion of the fight again, where Todoroki stops Sogo from jumping in on the fight, even after Kyosuke had got blown out of his form. And apparently, Kyosuke yelling Somu's name is enough to get him to stop and run away. Right, and, and Gates doesn't ch- chase after him, even though he's in his super speed form. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Todoroki and Kyosuke yell at each other about, uh, yeah, Todoroki's like, you you ha- aren't doing the Oni stuff properly. You're doing a bad job with this whole Oni thing. Kyosuke's like, yeah. you don't, you just don't get it, man. Because we learned that because Kyosuke never actually became Hibiki, uh, he's technically not allowed to take an apprentice. Apparently, there's also a thing called Oni Hunters, where if the mentor isn't able to take care of the situation, I guess headquarters sends in an agent. Yeah, that raised a lot of questions that I was definitely like, um, okay. It's very weird. <laughs> but it's not relevant to this episode. Yeah, no, that that's about the only thing we learn about there being an ex at some sort of organization of Oni beyond just these two guys. Yeah, they have some sort of organizing power behind them. Yeah. That uh, may be the wonderful Azora organization. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely the wonderful Azora organization. <laughs> Considering the Kiva episodes are next. <laughs> but, uh, Todoroki leaves with the threat of, if you don't handle this, I will. And so Sogo and Gates are like, man, wait, but what's actually happening here? Right. Uh, they're back at the watch shop, and uh, Uncle serves Kosuke oh, some tea, you, and... You, you're skipping the, my favorite intro so far. Oh, what? The, the, the Okay, so, because Waz has to do every intro, it's back where he has passed out ever after <laughs> having his existential crisis. Oh, right, right. And he's just lying on the ground. But no, he has to do the intro, so he has to drag himself up and do the intro. <laughs> yeah, he's compelled. He is compelled to walk and do the intro. It's very good. Yeah, I forgot about that. That is a funny bit. But then, yes, we okay. are back at the watch shop. Uh, yeah, and Uncle is serving them tea. Uh, Kyosuke is sitting there all stoically, and everyone is staring at him, and he's like, this is socially awkward. <laughs> It's they keep trying to ask him questions and like you know get some info and he's just being a prickly wall. He's with I don't owe you anything. I'd appreciate it if you stay out of my business. And Sogo is of course like, well, you know, Somu was in my class and man, he always talked about his mentor Hibiki. That was you, right? The the uncle does ask Sogo, uh, so this guy's an Oni? And Sogo's like, yeah, yeah, he is. So uh, I, I'm like, wait a minute, how how much does the uncle know about what's going on here? Yeah, it, well, 
they always like talk about it openly in front of him. It's just they never directly answer, like ask him questions or ask his opinion. <laughs> they always just disappear and randomly appear and things happen. So I'm sure he knows something is going on. I mean, he's probably like Soko's been a weird kid since he was very young. So he's probably just learned to roll with it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Okay, so they established that uh, he's uh, Sutomu's mentor, mentor person. Yeah, but we need to. They should probably go ask Todoroki. So Sogo asks Gates to watch Kyosuke while they leave. But on their way out, they run into Waz, who is still kind of stumbly and stunned, and has still is going through his existential shit. Sogo's <laughs> like, well. Obviously, the situation is you have to come along with us. Yeah, getting people and to do things is how Sogo gets them out of their funks. And it works. Yeah, it does work in this. I mean, I think it's worked most of the times he's tried it, but you know, he is yep. the protagonist. And we just close out this scene with Gates and Kyosuke staring at each other over the table. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of silently. Just mm. Gates does this a lot, mm. and like... Does he think this is a genuinely effective interrogation tactic, or <laughs> is he just awkward? I, I think he's just awkward and doesn't actually know how to interact with people. <laughs> Very plausible. It's like, I mean, c consider the good situation he grew up in. <laughs> yeah, it was like a horrible, devastated future war situation, so. Yeah, it's he probably doesn't have, like, the actual quiet moments of sitting there. Those were probably few and far between, so it's... He's just always intense. Oh, yeah. I anyway, so uh, so Waz does some angsting while they walk there, and then they meet up yeah. with Todoroki. Todoroki's fishing. It's uh, Waz is... Sogo's asking him what's going on. It's like, hey, can can I help you? And Waz, being super intense, goes, no. This is something I must fight within... Or, or, this is a battle within myself. That's something I have to do. I must come from it victorious. <laughs> Sogo's just like, okay, guy, sure. Yeah. Uh, so they meet up with Todoroki and they're like, so, so do you have an apprentice? Uh, he says, no, I, I don't really think I'm ready for that. It's kind of like being an Oni is like a lifestyle and I'm, it's kind of weird. I'm not sure if I'd be able to explain to someone else how to do it. Yeah. And we also learn here that, uh, Kyosuke taking he isn't wasn't allowed to take on an apprentice, right? Uh, so and Sogo then's like, wait a minute, I know two people who seem to be unsure about things. Todoroki, why don't you train Waz? Like, wait a minute, I just hmm, I see two puzzle pieces here <laughs> that seem <laughs> extremely tangentially related. I will just shove them together. It's like literally just take him for take him for a day, please, please just just one day, please. He'll be a good boy. <laughs> uh, then we go back to the watch shop where Uncle has made some very good looking fish yeah, that he's serving to Kyosuke, like and Kyosuke is just kind of an ass. Yeah, Kyosuke's just he's a jerk. He's a jerk guy. Uh, he he picks up the uh the yearbook and sees Sutomu's uh entry in there, gets all angsty and walks out. It, there's a nice bit of audio mixing where when he's reading uh Sutomu's writings from when he's a kid, there's a kid reading along with it that mutes itself when he closes the book, like halfway oh. through a sentence. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't realized that. Yeah, that is a good touch though. Yeah, it's real cute. Yeah, he just kind of closes the book and stalks off. Right. Yeah, back with Tsukiyomi and Sogo. Tsukiyomi gets a call on the Fi's phone. It can apparently this, take regular yeah. calls. It's, this, it's, this is a functionality that hasn't been used for <laughs> 20 episodes, but sure, okay. It's a call from Gates, and he's calling mid-fight to go, Hey, yo, I'm fighting another... We found another Hibiki again. We're fighting him. And we get to see this fight where Gates is fighting another Hibiki, and Kyosuke is just 
continuously tossing away gates and going, No, Tsomu, you have to stop. No, you have to stop. And not yeah, actually, I, like, stopping him. Kosuke is both fighting both of them and trying to stop both of them from fighting. He's just randomly doing stuff without a plan, he's, basically. He's just, he's just getting in the way, right. pretty much. Uh, they all get thrown down some stairs, and then Sogo shows up. And proceeds, and he looks kind of annoyed, like, fucking, you serious? Right. Because, uh, yeah, he considers Sutomu, he's one of the, uh, I guess they bonded over their mutual being weird as kids, so yeah. he considers him to have been, like, one of his only friends from his childhood. Yeah. And he's yeah. mad that this guy that uh, his friend looked up to is not actually doing anything to help him. Yeah. He runs in with Zio 2 breaks up the entire fight easily, and is just immediately attacking another Hibiki and blowing him backwards. And Kyosuke's running up like, no, stop. Stop attacking my apprentice. Yeah, he does the Zio rules, conqueror strike, and uh, Kyosuke jumps in front of it and gets wrecked. Yeah. After, after, this was after uh, Sogo's response of, no, look, he was my friend. So that's why I'm the one that has to be the one to defeat him. Right. Since you're not going to do it, clearly. Yeah. Someone so has to everyone has a dramatic reaction shot to Kyosuke getting slashed, and then another Hibiki runs away again. Sogo tries to apologize, and Gates is like, no, dude. He literally jumped in front of your sword. Don't apologize. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Then... this is Sogo's like, okay, look. We both want the same thing. Let's Let's team up on this one. And Kyosuke, again, goes, no, fuck off, and staggers off. Yeah, yes. Kyosuke is extremely stubborn. I, I don't know, there's... I, I feel like the way I'm describing it makes it seem like really one note, but there's, there's like, a lot of genuine humanity there. Like, you can feel that, like, there's this relationship he's had that's strained, and, like, he's mad at himself, and, you know, there's, like, a lot of complexity to this relationship yeah. that is being interfered with here. It it could be played as very one note, but the writing serves to make it more interesting. I, I think his actor does a pretty good job with it too. Yes, he does. He does a lot of good facial expression. Right. That right. you can you can see a lot in his eyes, a lot of like conflict about the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you can see, it's not just him being an asshole. It's he is unsure of himself. And yeah, he's being an asshole, but there's a very good reason. Or there's very, very good explanation. Very simple explanation for it. Right, yeah. It's one of those things where, uh, like, the anger comes from a, a feeling of personal failure, so it's got like, yeah. some depth to it that isn't always there in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, tokusatsu one-off characters. It's nice to see. So we go back and see the apprenticeship of Waz, which is him doing the laundry, and then him collecting stones for a fire. And uh, he fell in the river while doing laundry because, oh no, he was washing a fundoshi, which is a traditional style of Japanese underwear. Oh, is that what that's called? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the... Uh, I don't want to just call him a diaper, but it's, it's a loincloth, effectively. <laughs> a loincloth slash diaper. Yeah. But, so, Waz sits down and has a conversation with Todoroki. He's like, Todoroki's like, so, what, what, is, what is it you actually do, and what do you want to do? Right. And Todoroki kind of just explains that, like, he was really close with his mentor, and he always, like, really respected him, and, you know, th- thought about that person a lot. And he, you know, just enjoyed being with him. Yeah. And uh, Waz does not initially get it, but then he's like, hey, uh, you know, be- being with someone is is a good thing. It like, yeah. it's a good way to have a relationship with them. And Waz <laughs> is like, oh my god, revelation! It, like, it, it, it boils down to a, if you are friends with someone... Spending time with them is a good activity. It doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're doing it with a friend. Right, right. So, and it's, you know, so Waz has uh, learned the skill hanging out. It's a friendship. <laughs> and so he stands up, he's like, I've understood. 
it is time for me to leave. Right. <laughs> and immediately stalks off. <laughs> Todoroki has been making this nice little dinner of fish for them both. And he's like, wait, but don't. Don't you want dinner? Don't you want fish? <laughs> don't you want to eat? And I I'm mean, like, I feel kind of bad. I would have stayed for the fish. But... <laughs> yeah, those looked like some good fish. Uh, fresh fish grill, like grilled on rocks with like freshly salted. That sounds amazing. Mm, a little bit of lemon. It's good. I'm jealous that in Japan you can catch fish out of the river and straight eat them. Because oh, yeah, uh, great. Yeah, in Indiana, the the <laughs> rivers are too poisonous to do that. Oh no. Uh, so we go back to. Sogo, who has found Hibiki, or Kyosuke. And we get the different view of the common Rider Hibiki, where, so instead of it being a kind of this nice mental relationship exploration of uh, character development and, you know, interacting with people, Sogo just comes up and sits down and goes, So why aren't you Hibiki? <laughs> right. It's just like, so why'd you fuck up? What's going on? <laughs> Even Kyosuke is like, you're really blunt. Yeah, uh, he says, yeah, Kyosuke says that he never felt like he could live up to his mentor, to Hibiki. Yeah. And, uh, so, th- and basically, uh, uh, the idea is, I'm thinking that this is supposed to be Sogo narrating this flashback we see to Kyosuke. Because he basically yeah. talks about how he and uh, Sutomu connected when they were kids. Because yeah, Kyosuke wa- or Tsomu wanted to be an Oni, and of course, kids being evil kids were like, "That's stupid. You're stupid." Yeah, they've got they've got like this really like nasty looking l- little fat kid who looks like a real shit to play a bully in this elementary school yeah. class. <laughs> but uh. Young Sogo intersperses himself in the conflict, yelling at the others, like, no, stop, can't tell people their dreams are dumb. Then turns around and is like, hi, I'm Tokyo Sogo, I want to be a king someday. Seeing adorable eight-year-old Japanese boys try to look cool and disaffected is, like, kind of adorable, by the way. It is, it's neat. Somu wanted to be an incredible oni like his mentor. And Kyosuke is... Affected by this, like, oh, but I'm nothing like that. That's that's not it. They cut from the reaction. I, I think what you're trying to say is that they cut from the reaction where Sogo reveals that Sutomu had extremely strong, positive feelings about his mentor relationship with Kyosuke to Kyosuke be like, they essentially cut to a close up on his face. And like, yeah, he's okay. he's realizing like, oh, I. I never realized he felt the same way about me that yeah, I did about my it's, mentor. It's a thing of, it doesn't matter if you felt like you were never hit it. Somu believed you were. Right, right. So act like it. Yeah, like you you were good live enough for to, him, and that's Live something. up to his expectations. And yeah, so then we get to see another, they go after another Hibiki. How do they find out that he was being fight? Oh, yeah, Tsukiyomi shows up and is like, oh, in just in time to go, another Hibiki has been appeared again. <laughs> right. So they run off to go fight him. He's in the warehouse, the the Tokusatsu warehouse. They they run to the Tokusatsu warehouse, and Sogo and Gates are going to transform. Kyosuke is like, no, I'm going to talk to him first. And gives this nice little heartfelt speech of like, oh... Man, you looked up to me, and that was weird, and I never felt like I could live up to someone, but you believed in me, and that was great. And Somu gets angry. Yeah, and both Tsutomu and Todoroki are, like, standing just out of sight listening to this monologue. Yeah. It's Todoroki standing outside of the building, just outside, and Somu is behind- Somu, as another Hibiki, is just behind some shelving. <laughs> right, right. And this dramatic monologue creates the Hibiki watch. Yes. Creates the Hibiki watch inside Kyosuke's pocket. And he clicks it and becomes proper Kamen Rider Hibiki. Yeah. Which, like, that's pretty cool. Like, that's a neat, like, resolution to a plotline from this show from a long, long time ago. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I like that. It's very cool. And then we get, ah, man, I love Hibiki's design. 
Yeah, Hibiki's pretty it's, cool. I can't wait to watch it. Um, We get to see this Hibiki fight. And Todoroki just... Todoroki sees the transformation and then is like, well, I guess I'm not needed. And starts walking off. <laughs> right, right. But And Waz comes in so he can do the hype for Hibiki. <laughs> he, of course, goes to Sogo is like, you know, I'm sorry I was weird earlier. I'm better now. Duh. We get this Hibiki fight, which is very good. I like it. I like the Taiko drum theming. Yeah, it works better than I thought, honestly. Oh, man, I forgot this little bit when they transform into Trinity. Because, okay, yeah, so Sogo says, hey, guys, we got to go. We got to help fight. So yeah. everyone pulls out their belts. Yeah, yeah, Waz and Gates are about ready to transform. And Sogo's like, he pulls out the Trinity watch and starts using it. And they're like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, they, they get this. They both get this look of, what? And then they get hit the light and go, oh, and transform into their watches. <laughs> Man, that still looks painful. <laughs> Tudini T is so dumb, I love it. Trinity's extremely silly. Yeah, but we're going to start fighting. But then get, Waz takes control so he can do more announcing. He has and to announce pop- every time they turn into Trinity. I love this, because he does the, like, he starts doing it, every, both Hibiki and another Hibiki kind of jerk and stop, and like, ooh, and are watching. And he finishes, and Hibiki even gets up, he's like, do you, do you really need to do that all the time? <laughs> it's not so much a need, is it, whatever, let's just fight. <laughs> the finale is, uh... The uh, Hibiki pulls his belt off, and it, like, turns into a big shield-slash-like binder thing. And he, like, it, he like slaps it on another Hibiki, and it turn- it's like a giant drum. Yeah, it turns into a big taiko drum yeah. head that he just bangs on. Uh, it's his- he d- basically does his finisher. I'm assuming this Z- is the Hibiki finisher. Yeah, and Zeo Trinity comes in and does a kick. And it blows up another, blows up another Hibiki, destroys the watch. Tomu's, Tomu's okay. Yep. If passed out. Uh, yeah. And that is, uh, that's the end of that fight scene. Everyone is good, and I guess Ur just decided to leave at some point. Yeah, I guess earlier, like, when Uder peaced out, I guess that was it. <gasps> Uder was done. Like, actually done, and just left the episode. Right, right. Which is feels very weird. Uh, like, I mean, yeah, it, the time jackers have been like a continuous subplot. They've been they've been having discussions. They've been having plot drop. Schwartz have been creeping around doing stuff for at least the past dozen or so episodes continuously. Uh huh. And now they're just not there. Period. <laughs> I, Other than being, you know, the enemy. Of I the think they're just funneling watches to Sogo intentionally at this point. It feels like it, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, because otherwise what they're doing doesn't really make any sense. Uh, so we go to uh, Riverside, where... They're going to do the is... sunset emotional wrap-up yes. that they did for some of the other Kamen Rider shows. So Sogo gets the Hibiki watch. Somu asks to become uh, Kyosuke's apprentice again. I, I do like how uh, Sogo's initial, uh, initially a little bit like, are you sure it's okay if I have this watch? Like, you wanted to be Hibiki your whole life and you, you just got it. And Kyosuke's like, eh, don't worry about it. I got my own thing. Man, the energy and the the framing of the scene of the two of Kyosuke and Somu. I, I'm looking at him, and there's a little bit of, bit of me just going, just kiss. I know, yeah, because he steps up so close just, to him. Just kiss. They, it looks so romantic with the, Somu, the sunset. Somu is a very pretty boy. He's very cute, and it's, I'm sitting there just, just, just a little kiss, just, just a little, just a little, just a little kiss. Yeah, it, in, I mean, in a, in a, in a shoujo manga, like one of, like Somu is clearly the red, the red lead, and Kyosuke is the blue lead. They need to hook up. Yeah, it's very obvious. But uh, Todoroki is also watching over. 
And he's like, well, I guess, guess everything's fine then. Man, maybe I should take on an apprentice. That seems great. And everyone leaves, leaving Sogo to watch out of the harbor, thinking about whatever he's thinking about. <laughs> Another job well done. <laughs> I sure am great at solving people's I, emotional problems. I sure am good at being a king. <laughs> and he gets back to the shop late, and everything's dark. He walks in, he's like, oh, where is everybody? And they have made a birthday party for him. Surprise birthday party. And they've decorated the cake. I did not notice this the first time. They decorated <laughs> the cake with the watches. Oh, yeah. I watched this kind of late last time I watched it. So, yeah, you're right. I also did not notice that they put oh, all the watches so on dumb. the cake. It's like a big fake wedding cake, and it's got all these watches. <laughs> Duh. So go... Waz is doing this entire thing. Everybody's got on silly hats. He's doing an entire little speech. It's very fun and silly. He's having a lot of fun with it. He says overlord. And owner is like, wait a minute, overlord? What? Don't you mean king? Why Why are you saying Mao? That's that's <laughs> evil. Tsukiyomi comes up like, no, no. it's, it's He meant king. It's fine. It's just his thing. It's just, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, everybody gets their watch, and we get this party, and we zoom out of the house and learn that next we get Common Rider Kiva. I'm so hyped for. Okay, what uh, they don't show. Uh, oh God, what's the lead of Common Rider Kiva? What's his name? Okay, hold on, Wataru. It's Wataru. Wataru, sweet boy Wataru. That's yeah, right. Our, our sweet boy Wataru. I really okay. I really want to see. Wataru, 11 years older. Like, I, yeah, I really want to see that. They don't have... they. Wataru is not in the preview, as far as I can tell, though. So, maybe he's not... Maybe he's not alive after the end of Kiva or something. Maybe. But I, I really wanted to see, like, what's Wataru like 11 years on? I, I see Jiro. They got the actor for Jiro back. Yeah, yeah, the wolf guy. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, he's bad. Uh, but yeah, at about 23, 24, we get Schwartz and Common Rider Ginga. Yeah, who is galaxy-themed? Decay is the fate of all things. Oh my god, that's a good tagline. Oh, is he entropy-themed? Uh, that's cool. I, mm, I think that's Schwartz. I think that's Schwartz. <laughs> I think Schwartz wants to destroy everything. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. That would be fun. interesting. If he's like a like Apocalabon from Digimon or something yeah. and like wants to just destroy the universe. Yeah, he's like I just or it a function of the universe to destroy it and reset it. Yeah, that would be interesting. Oh, that'd be fun. Fun, 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 fun. Uh yeah, that's Zeo. Um Uh yeah, also I guess um they're gonna introduce Eleven Trist for Sogo in the next one? That's interesting. It's his first love. I was kind of think. I was wondering if Sogo was ace, honestly. Well, <laughs> there's a part of me that's going. Oh, it's because it's vampires. <gasps> oh, I you know, you think it's, it's a vampire that's gonna? Yeah, maybe that's a I, I don't. Character? I don't think it's. I think. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like because the, the fangires are all about the desire and obsession type of thing, and there was the line of "I'm going to be the queen of this world." See, I thought it would be cool if it was like a like Megumi's daughter or something, because she's got like a oh, red jacket. And like, that would be so good. <laughs> I thought that would be pretty neat if uh, that would be so good. <laughs> it was like the third generation of this Lady Belmont clan or something, and Sogo was gonna hook up with her. That'll be neat to see. But uh, I guess we'll find out next time. Okay, let's well, let's finish this up. All right. Uh, this has been Journey Through the Decacast. We're podcast on the internet located at journeythroughthedecacast.com. On the website, you'll find links to our network's Twitter, along with, well, Garrett and Chris's Twitters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you'd like to dispute anything we've said or ask a question, our email is journeythroughthedecacast at gmail.com. Uh, we don't read them on air, but we do read them. 
Yeah. We appreciate them. Yeah, we got a good review the other day. It was very strange. Yes. <laughs> uh, you should give us more good reviews, strange. though, if you want. I mean, yeah. if you uh, have nice things to say, I mean, that if, would make me feel good. Yeah, if if you do like our weird ramblings, our, our talking about podcasts. I'm not good at about things, but writer. I am horribly insecure. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take compliments. <laughs> Help my insecurity by making me feel good about myself. Thank you. But yeah, um, it's been a fun one, and uh, yeah, uh, signing off for the week. Good night, everybody. Uh, we've just been a passing through podcast. Remember that.